Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, I'm so excited to welcome my guest today. Paula Crossfield is a Vedic astrologer, media strategist, and Ayurvedic health coach who helps people up-level their health and live in their purpose. You can find out more about her work at weaveyourbliss.com, follow her on Instagram at weaveyourbliss, and listen to her interviews on the Weave Your Bliss podcast wherever you tune in. She lives on a farm in Maine with her husband, where she's coming to us live from today. So thank you so much for joining us, Paula. Thank you for having me. So I would love to kick this off with you telling us a little bit about your story. Like, how did you get into um, Vedic astrology and doing the work that you do today? Sure. Well, um, I think I have the benefit of having had entrepreneurial uh, parents. So I kind of knew from a really young age that that was possible. And um, I just never liked working for anyone else. I always wanted to create my own thing, you know? And um, so for a long time, I was trying to be a journalist. I was doing like food politics work, which is why I'm so interested in being on a farm. <clears throat> and then I started helping other people with their media strategy. And I started seeing the results of that, like that, you know, with some really strategic media and, and marketing what can happen for a person's business. So I was like, I want to do that for myself. So um, like to backtrack, I had been going through a kind of personal transition. I was getting a divorce like 10 years ago and I had my first Jyotish or Vedic astrology reading and it blew my mind. I literally was seeking answers. I was trying to figure out what went wrong, what, what, I needed to do next. You know, I was looking for answers and this person had this ability to look at the organization of the planets at the moment of my birth and give me some really specific insight. And I was like hooked. So, you know, the past 10 years have been me really diving deep into that. I was like, I want to learn this. You know, at that moment, he gave me a book title. I ended up meeting the author of the book, a year later, who is one of my main teachers and mentors, Dr. Robert Svoboda. Um, his main teacher, uh, his primary student is my main teacher now, Dr. Uh, Stephen Heiberger, who I still study with to this day. So um, this obsession, you know, this, this thing, it was like um, very kismet, how it came into my life. And so when I, you know, was starting my own business, I was like, I want to build something. I want to share this knowledge. I want, you know, th this gift really is what it is. It's a gift that we have this way to communicate with the divine forces, you know, and to understand ourselves better. And so I just sort of naturally started sharing and it was resonating with people. And 
you know, my following grew and and then from there, you know, I was offering one-on-one sessions and now I have a podcast and YouTube channel and all these different things. So um, that's kind of how it got started. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. So is, is media strategy the main thing that you help your clients with or is it like other life stuff as well? Well, I now do both together. So it's really exciting. So like, you know, I did media strategy for a long time where I was just giving people really strategic advice about what they could do with their presence. But now I weave in what the stars say, like what the planetary arrangements, what's the good timing for this person, you know, and and we can talk about a wide range of subjects. So then I become more like a, what I would say is like a Vedic counselor, you know, so I'm looking at their business and trying to help them optimize what's going on in their business by what is fruitful for them based on their own planetary stuff. So it's been pretty cool how it's evolving and it's kind of happening really quickly. Like, I don't know what's going to happen next. And I'm just like, I am anticipating a pleasant surprise. I don't know what's going to happen. So Very cool. And what would you say is the dif- the main difference between Vedic astrology and the other type of astrology? So Western astrology uses a tropical zodiac, which is a fixed fixed zodiac. Um, so you know the the sidereal zodiac, which is based on the precession of the stars, it changes one degree every 72 years. So right now the two are 23 degrees apart. So often if someone comes to me, they might be like, oh, I'm a Gemini. And I'm like, no, actually you're not, <laughs> you know? So that happens a lot where people are like, whoa, you know, if they've been following the Western astrology, but there's so many more differences. It's a lunar astrology. So it's very much about the placement of the moon, which is our emotions, our internal world over the focus on the sun, which, you know, the Western astrology very much focuses on the sun, which is our external world. And like, I, I like to tell people it starts from within, you know, like if we feel uncertain on the inside, we're going to reflect that out outwardly. So focusing on the the moon is like more in depth, you know, but there's also a whole bunch of other scientific things, calculations, um, lunar constellations, you know, patterns in the sky. There's a, a whole other realm of things that I don't think exist in Western. Amazing. And what would you say is like the main message on your heart? Like when people are coming to you for help with things, like what are, what are the main, what's the main message that really supports people um, in getting where they want to go that you're most passionate about sharing? Oh my gosh. So, so many people want to know how to live in their purpose. And what this provides is some clues into what your strengths are, where there's obstacles you know, and a lot of times we want the things where there's obstacles. So we're trying to determine how much of an obstacle it is and if there's something we can do about it. But my biggest message is there's always hope. And having awareness about something is a remedy. It allows us to start working on the thing, even subconsciously. So, um, you know, when people come to see me, I really like to impart on them that there's always hope. You know, people sometimes are like, isn't my chart horrible? Like, is it you know, am I, am I not redeemable? And I always say you are because you're alive, you know, there's so much possibility and there's so much hope and there's a purpose for your life. You know, there's a reason that you're here. So like, how do we better step into that? You know, and a lot of it's about interrupting patterns and thoughts because our beliefs change our karmas. Okay. That was my next question is like, what's your view on the difference between karma and, you know, whatever is the stars have prescribed for us and our free will choices? So I believe there's both, you know, in 
the East and India, for example, there's a heavy belief on things being faded and there's nothing you can do about it. And in the U.S., in America, in the West, we have this strong belief that it's all our will and there's nothing else to it. And, and often we find ourselves hitting a brick wall at some point in life because we've been pushing too hard, right? And we suffer from chronic burnout. So how do we find a nice blend of the two? Understanding that we have limitations, working skillfully within those limitations, you know? Like, I'm 40 years old. I'm not going to go become a ballet dancer at this point in my life. I mean, I could, but you know what I mean? Like, it takes a lot of training. I'm not going to be starring in the Nutcracker this, you know, Christmas or whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, it's understanding what our limitations are and being skillful within that. That And there's certain karmas that are very stuck. And there's others that are much more mobile and, and that we have more um, dexterity to move around, you know? But, like, you know... My teacher always says, you may be, it may be written that you're going to get hit on the head with a rock, right? But you can do remedies so that you're wearing a helmet and you get hit with a pebble instead of a boulder, right? <laughs> I love it. And like, how do you define purpose, you know, when you're working with your clients? Um, like, what does it mean to you when you're doing that work? So the word in India that's often used is dharma. It's what you're supposed to be doing. So it's not career. A lot of times we get them conflated. Purpose is constantly unfolding. I don't know what my purpose is. I know what it is in this minute. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know what it'll be in five years or 10 years. So for me, it's about staying in balance, like honoring our body and mind so that we're open so that we can constantly be a part of that unfolding and whatever that looks like. And I'll give you an example. Like I used to live in Oregon on the coast and I loved it. It's it's like my favorite place, you know, and we were trying to buy a farm and the prices just kept going up and nothing would stick when we put in an offer. It just wouldn't work. My husband and I had a moment. We lost a place to other bidders and we sat down and we were like, okay, if we didn't live here, where would we live? And we both just went Maine. And it was really weird because we'd never really talked about moving to Maine. He knew I had some friends here, but that September, that day, like I brought up Zillow and I drew a big circle around Portland because I had friends in Portland and I was like, well, we want to live in the countryside, right? And that day, the house that we bought that we live in right now came up and it was the exact same price as the one we just lost. And it's 158 acres. Wow. And the one was in town with just a big backyard in, in Oregon. So I was like, okay, this feels really like what's happening right now. And we both just moved with the flow of that. And now we live here and now we're planting seeds, you know? So um, I, I don't know. My point is just like being open to what Dharma has to tell us or what purpose looks like in this moment. You know, if I had said no, I would still be where I was and I might be miserable, you know, might've missed my chance to try something new. Does that answer your question? Amazing. I love it. Yeah. And something else I'm curious to get your perspective on is, like the interplay between, you know, like internal insight, like using tools like astrology, like you say. And I know that you um, you also work with like essential oils and Ayurveda in terms of like bringing the physical body back into balance. Um, so what's your perspective on, you know, like how to use our different levels of being like energetic, you know, like mind, um, physical and the way we relate to our environment? Um, to, you know, like just navigate 
more becoming more in alignment with our purpose. Yeah. So I didn't get to talk to you about Ayurveda, which has been such a key. Like I started with yoga, then I learned about Ayurveda, then I learned about Vedic astrology. You know, so <clears throat> Ayurveda is um, all about living in balance. It's about finding the substances and actions that help you live in balance so that your body doesn't get in the way of your purpose. So you're not distracted, right? So ideally, if your digestion is working well, it, you're, it's not making any sound. It's not, there's no disturbance. You don't even notice it happening, right? So um, these are tools that we can use so that we are able to listen to our intuition. We're able to tap more into our purpose, whatever level that's on. But, you know, Ayurveda and a lot of other systems believe that if there's a disturbance on the spiritual, it then manifests into mind and then into body as disease. You know, so we have to deal with things at all different levels. And that may be energy work. It may be working with essential oils, which I love for working with the mind and working with more subtle spiritual aspects, you know. So, um, yeah, and and the essential oils are great too for like setting in intentions, you know, if you want to move something forward. So I love using different tools, you know, and and the Weave Your Bliss is the name of my brand, my myself, you know, <laughs> it's what I, I do. And it's all about that. It's about taking those different things that work for you particularly and weaving bliss out of it, you know? So it's very much about empowering the individual to find those things that work. Yeah. And I think, you know, for most of us in the West, it's often the physical symptoms that are the way in to these other tools and ways of living and ways of relating to ourselves because, you know, and I can speak from experience, a lot of us are living up in our heads, have been very disconnected from our bodies because we like, don't really know what to do with it or don't have the tools to process what's really going on or just, you know, living in the world of distraction that we live in. And as somebody who's been through the experience of burnout, um, you know, I was forced to go inside and to pay attention and to really listen and start paying attention to those cues of, you know, like digestion, pain, fatigue, um, you know, emotional imbalances and, those are the, when we start really listening to that, it can, you know, for me, it has opened up this whole world of paying attention to what's going on internally, paying attention to my energy. And um, yeah, and I love this idea. And I think it's not talked about enough that when something is showing up in the physical, it's like the later stages of something that's been going on for us energetically, emotionally, that we just haven't been paying attention to. Because ultimately it's it's like our body is this receiver, right? It's mm -hmm. like it's very sending us very subtle messages if we can develop the sensitivity to be able to receive them, um, which a lot of the time we're not if we're constantly consuming stimulants or we have our head in our technology or um so I love that I love that you're talking about that. Yeah, I think it's important that, you know, so many of us have to have a healing crisis before we get the message, you know? So I love talking to people um, before that happens, ideally. <laughs> and hopefully they listen because sometimes our body requires us to go so deep, you know, like it has to get to a place where we can't go forward any longer in the way that we have, you know? But it helps us uniquely to help others, I think who are going through similar things and so many of us do experience burnout. Totally. And I think, you know, like the art of something like astrology, like it's so fun and it's so inspiring to engage with these just, you know, ways of relating to ourselves that 
Um, yeah, it's one of those things that pull you from moving, just moving away from pain to actually, you know, a, a space and a tool to play with that allows us to, you know, be more in alignment more often, be having way more fun, um, be having less of the doubt and the uncertainty and the self-questioning, or like you say, coming up against a brick wall less and less and really being able to, to live in flow, um, so that's awesome. I'm super excited to um, dive in and learn more about all of your work. And I'm sure everybody listening is as well. What have you got going on? Where can people find you if they want to learn more about your work? Well, I just literally launched a podcast this week. So the trailer is out, but it's going to be interviews with different people living in, about living in their purpose and their journey and how they stay grounded. Um, so that's called Weave Your Bliss, the Weave Your Bliss podcast. So you can find that wherever you find your podcasts. Um, and other than that, I have a moon guide that gives you all the full and new moons. And there's essential oil remedies that I created for each of the new moons for you to help you set in your intentions. And that's free on my website, weaveyourbliss.com. Um, I've got so much stuff that I'm planning. I'm super excited about Um but yeah, I'm just, I'm so grateful that I can do this as my work because it's, it's really a privilege to be able to help people at such a depth. You know, I feel like I've been trying to figure out what I can do that'll help us get to the root and get, you know, get some real answers. And, you know, um, I think it's so beautiful to be able to relate to things that are unseen and, and that we can't comprehend with like a Western scientific mindset. I think it's important that we get out of that frame sometimes. So I feel really privileged that I can help people do that. <laughs> yeah, so exciting. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your genius with us today. Everybody go and check out Paula. Thanks, Paula. Thank you. Thanks for watching, everyone. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website with and please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.